Welcome to This AmeriCorps Life, the official Arizona Serve podcast by AmeriCorps members for AmeriCorps members, past, present, and future. And here is your host, Sarah Haber. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of This AmeriCorps Life. I am your host, Sarah Haber. And this afternoon, I am being joined here today by two very awesome ladies who both serve as AmeriCorps Vistas with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona. Today, I'm going to be sitting down here with Riley and Catherine. Hello, Riley and Catherine. How are y'all doing? Good. (laughs) Doing absolutely amazing. Wonderful. I love the enthusiasm. So before we, you know, dive into our hot questions about, you know, the diaper bank and specifically what y'all are doing there and and your roles and some cool facts and figures, do one of you or both of you ideally want to just tell me a little bit about yourself, maybe where you're from, how you kind of got here, all that good stuff. Yeah, um, so I am from Montana originally, so traveled quite a ways to be down here, but I really like Tucson so far. It's been super fun, and I kind of joined AmeriCorps because one of my best friends from high school did it last year at the food bank here in Tucson, and so she really liked it and thought I would, and so here I am. Awesome. Who was your friend at the food bank? Mariah. Oh, you yeah. mean Mariah? Yeah, I live with her, actually. She's my roommate right now. Oh, I didn't even know she was still in Tucson. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was like a last-minute thing, so. Cool. Yeah. Is Mariah also from Montana? Yeah, yeah, we went to high school together. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And how about you, Catherine? Well, I've been living in Tucson for about two years. Um, I was over at the University of Arizona, and so towards the end of my senior year, I kind of had like this sort of existential crisis with what I wanted to do with my life. And so I had heard about nonprofit work, um, got interested in that. And at the time I was doing an internship with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona actually, um, as a grant writer. And then I heard about the AmeriCorps position and I was like, I don't know what AmeriCorps is. (laughs) Let me look it up and see. And so I went onto their website, looked at all of the YouTube videos, basically everything I could find. And then I just had this deep, seated feeling of like, well, this is what I want to do after I graduate from college. So I signed up, applied, um, got accepted to work as the outreach and engagement coordinator for the Diaper Bank of Central Arizona, which we can talk about like the dynamics between Diaper Bank of Central Arizona and Southern Arizona. But it's been absolutely great so far, and I'm just really enjoying my time. Nice. And we have actually had members who have served with the diaper bank in previous years on our podcast. I don't know if y'all ever got connected with Emily Parker. Um, She was the Vista two years before Mm -hmm. you. And a lot of us here in the office are huge fans of the diaper bank, obviously because you're Mm -hmm. a wonderful partner of Mm -hmm. ours, but also because I think that your organization is very unique and different from a lot of our other partners and the services that you are all providing here in the community. So for folks who are, you know, tuning into the podcast for the first time, or maybe didn't catch the episode with Emily, do one of you want to just, you know, give us a brief overview on what is the diaper bank? 
Yeah, sure. So the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona was actually the first diaper bank in the entire United States. And it started off as a diaper drive um, hosted by a local law firm. And they found that there was a big need for diapers in the community. And so it just became a yearly thing. And eventually it grew into its own nonprofit and grew into the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona that it is today. Um, but we also have another diaper bank called the Diaper Bank of Central Arizona, um, and they service Maricopa County. They're a bit smaller, a bit newer. They started in 2013, but they are serving a lot of the local families up there. And to help kind of paint that picture on providing diaper service in the community, what exactly does that look like? So pretty much how it works is um, both the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona and Central Arizona partner with other agencies that um, do most of our distribution for us. So at the DBSA and DBCA, we have most of the diapers there, and then we distribute those to those partner agencies, and then those partner agencies distribute them out to low-income individuals, families, um, and anyone who needs them. And then we also do have at the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona emergency distribution at our office. So anyone can come in and get products that they need. And we do more than just diapers. We also have period products as well as adult incontinence supplies. So we enjoy being able to service more than just children. So it's kind of a nice way the diaper bank has grown since we started like 27 years ago. So, mm -hmm. And you mentioned it's the first in the nation, which is just so unique for a small city like Tucson to kick off this type of service here. Do you know of other diaper banks that now exist, perhaps who were inspired by the work that was done here in Tucson? I know, Catherine, you obviously are serving more for the central Arizona location, but even beyond Arizona, are there other diaper banks that do exist? Oh, yeah. There's diaper banks all over the United States. We actually have the National Diaper Bank Network, which connects all of the diaper banks across the United States. And I'm not sure how many diaper banks there are, but there's a lot in several different states. There's a lot. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, the National Diaper Bank Network, I think, started in, like, the 2010s and just kind of became this broad organization that helps all the diaper banks across the United States function and we had Diaper Need Awareness Week a couple weeks ago which was put on by the National Diaper Bank Network so it's kind of interesting it's really cool to see how it's grown in such a short amount of time. And clearly with this growth this service is so important. Mm -hmm. Do you want to elaborate on why it is so important perhaps to someone who maybe can't necessarily make that connection? I mean like think about it, hygiene supplies are extremely expensive and to low-income families, it takes out a significant chunk of their money and all their savings. And so by paying for diapers, um, which can cost up to $107 per month per child for a family, that's taking away from money that they can use for food or housing payments or anything else that they need to pay for throughout their day to day. And so by giving these free products, they're able to focus on other important aspects of their lives. They can afford different types of foods. They can buy stuff for their kids. They can make those housing payments. And so we just provide these products as a way to alleviate some of that financial burden that might be put on them because of the high cost of diapers. So in terms of the work that both of you do individually for the organization. 
Do you want to share what your roles are <laughs> and what exactly it is you're doing? Yeah. Um, so I am the business marketing and outreach person, I guess. I don't really have like a specialist. Wow. Um, I'm just <laughs> business marketing and outreach. But essentially, um, our CEO and many of people in um, our community, the Diaper Bank community in here in Tucson, know that the Diaper Bank is like Tucson's best kept secret. And which is not a really good thing. And so that's kind of why um, my position was created to kind of get more of our name out there into other places, other parts of the community that's not just other nonprofits and organizations that are helping people. So we're trying to get our name out there to the Tucson community as a whole. And eventually, you know, this will be this work will be brought over to central Arizona and hopefully the entire state as well one day. And so that's kind of what I do, focusing on those relationships and trying to build more. Just really trying to get our name out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've seen your ads on the back of buses <laughs> driving to work. Yeah, and I'm just so blown away that this small nonprofit, there's just one office here. Yeah, I know. Uh, there you are on the back of all these buses running through the city of Tucson. Yeah. I know. And like, you kind of think about it. We're a pretty small staff at the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona, not including the Vistas. And so the fact that we can't afford such advertising and like, just, you know, communicate more to the community with like these advertisements on the back of buses or like producing videos I mean it's kind of amazing you would think it's a larger operation but I think it's just it just goes to show how hardworking everyone at the diaper bank is and how truly committed they are to providing these services to local families so Riley you mentioned your role is focusing on business and marketing, would you be the one who perhaps has a say or has an influence on getting these big advertisements out there? At the moment, everything that we've done so far has been um, in the work since before I was there. And a lot of this, you know, the headway and really the initiative is um, through our CEO who has a marketing background. And so I think that's one reason why I mean that's one reason I honestly took this position was to work with someone like Shannon who is our CEO because he has just such an interesting perspective on nonprofits and really how to get our name out there through outreach and so I'm hoping to work more with him on some of these bigger marketing initiatives and so at the moment no I haven't done anything like that but I'm really hoping to be able to work with Shannon as he does more throughout the year because I know he has some big plans. So what are some of the things you have been working on in your role? So I've been doing a lot of a lot of research so far since it is the first year of my AmeriCorps like Vista role since, you know, there's three years in each position. And so a lot of it's just doing research on where can we go? Where can we expand? What other businesses can we reach out to? We're in the process of trying to reach out to other cities and areas that need our help like Casa Grande. Sierra Vista, Benson, just some of the others in um, Southern Arizona. So I've been doing research on organizations and doing research on places here in Tucson to do what we call lunch and learns. So basically what this means is our CEO, Shannon, and I will be going to these local organizations. You know, our first stop is like doctor's offices, so pediatricians, OBGYNs, and just basically going to them with free food and just being like, hey, this is who we are. This is how 
you know, we can support you and your clientele and this is kind of how you can support us and that's just another way to kind of get our name out there. And so I've been working on doing some presentations for that and as well as reaching out to those organizations. That's great. I think anything where you're involving free food, people will definitely come and listen to what you have to say. Yes. In fact, y'all recently just had a super cool networking opportunity at Hi-Fi, yes. which is just a bar in Tucson. There was free food for folks. Mm-hmm. And then you showed us that super awesome promotional video and both of you did your you know presentation explaining what the diaper bank is talking about the awareness week campaign that y'all had and yeah it was just super super fun and even though I have been familiar with the diaper Mm -hmm. bank for a couple of years now it's still just so cool to see you continue to spread the word about it and even witnessing people learn about it for the first time is Mm -hmm. also really cool like yeah it's awesome what y'all have got going on there Mm -hmm. and Catherine you are also working on outreach as well but in central Arizona yes so I am the outreach and engagement coordinator for the diaper bank of central Arizona and I mentioned before that it's a little bit newer of a diaper bank. Um, so we started in 2013, and I'll just go into a little bit of a story about how it was founded because I think that the way that this diaper bank was founded just goes to show how powerful diaper banks truly are. So our, um, our founder, Ginger Clayton, um, back when she was in uh, college, she actually needed to utilize the services of the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona um, because she couldn't afford diapers. And so um, she went to the diaper bank, she received her diapers, and that allowed her to continue going to school, to continue working. And so from there, she built her own business. She's the CEO of Elan Tech, a furniture company um, up in Phoenix, and we actually utilized our warehouse to distribute our diapers. And so um, the fact that she's grown into the businesswoman that she is now just goes to show how powerful free diapers really are to parents and to mothers. What a powerful woman here in the community. Yes. Great example. And for your role and how you support the organization, what does that actually look like? Yeah, so since we are a smaller organization, um, we're really working from the ground up in a lot of uh, different ways. So like right now I'm working on social media, I'm getting our word out into the community, just trying to engage more of our audience. But I am also working on um, getting diaper drives, volunteering events. We also want to do lunch and learns as well. Just interact with more of the businesses and schools and groups up in Phoenix so that way they can know the Diaper Bank of Central Arizona, what we do, and then hopefully get involved because um, we definitely need more help. We need more diapers and more support. So that's part of my my role, you know, Mm -hmm. just trying to grow the organization so that way we can help more people and um, provide the services that they need. And like you mentioned, growth can be so many different things and other individuals can support in so many different ways, whether it is volunteering, whether it is donating, whether it is just continuing to spread the word of the services. There's so many ways that the average person can just help you know, not even just this organization, but obviously other organizations Mm. from, you know, doing those different things. So why the diaper bank? As AmeriCorps members, you know, oftentimes you're exploring and looking at other positions. Perhaps you all have looked at other positions that weren't even in Tucson, but what really drew you to the positions that both of you have today? 
So I was really interested in the diaper bank just as a whole. And so I had never really heard of a diaper bank before. You know, I was like, oh, what's a diaper bank? I think a lot of people have that question. I've been asked that question a lot since I worked there. And so when I learned more about the organization and what they do, I was really intrigued by it. Um, You know, period poverty and those types of things have something has been something that's always been really important to me and women's issues as well. And so being able to work in that area in the time between graduating undergrad and not knowing what I want to do afterwards, being able to work for an organization like the Diaper Bank um, was something that I was really excited about. And also my friend Mariah mentioned it as well. She said that I would really like the Diaper Bank and that she liked what they do. And so I just looked it up and I kind of just fell in love with it from there. And yeah, so I was just really happy to, you know, be offered the position and take it. And I'm excited to be here. So for you, Riley, Mm -hmm. a lot of times this question is super difficult to answer or it's really hard to kind of think about. But for your future, do Mm -hmm. you envision yourself in a role where you are with an organization either driving a mission focused on either women's issues or family issues, uh, focusing on kind of more that marketing business side of things? Is that where you kind of see yourself kind of going in the future? Or is it kind of different, undecided? I I definitely think undecided. You know, coming into this position, I have really no marketing experience. You know, I wasn't a business major, had done some social media stuff at other internships in the past, but not not a lot. So this is a whole new realm for me. And so that's been super cool to learn. Um, I don't know if it's where I'll go in the future, but I do definitely want to keep working with, um, you know, organizations that help other people, especially with a focus in women's health and other types of things like that. I do I am very interested in that and I've always kind of known that's where I've wanted to go. And I think having a background in marketing and outreach, at least for this year, is like it can be really important and it's something that I'm learning that is really important in terms of nonprofits. You'll probably find that marketing, outreach, business, social media, it's all transferable. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. you can utilize that in so many different positions for so many different organizations. So I think that by you taking on a role like this where you are perhaps a little undecided mm-hmm. is wise because yeah. it can help lead you to so many other things and open up the door for so many other opportunities. How about you, Catherine? What brought you to this particular position? Well, it was a journey to get here. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll start with my first experience with the diaper bank, which was in January of 2020. Very, (laughs) I remember, like, I remember the day I first got involved with the diaper bank. Um, I was at the Honors College at the University of Arizona, and we had this Feel Good Friday where they would just go out and volunteer at different organizations in Tucson. And so the very first event was the Diaper Bank. I had never heard of the Diaper Bank before, didn't know what they do, but I just wanted to get involved somehow. So I decided to hop on and go to the Feel Good Friday event. And we were there bundling at the warehouse, and it was one of the best volunteering experiences I had ever done. Me and my best friend Hannah, um, we were just like, we need to come here every day. We can come here after school and just bundle diapers. And I just left the warehouse feeling so fulfilled and so happy about what I had done. 
But then COVID hit. And so we weren't able to do any of that. And around this time, um, I was actually not interested in nonprofit work. It's because I was more focused on epidemiology and studying infectious diseases. But there was a pandemic. And I quickly <laughs> realized that epidemiology was not for me. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> So then um, I started reevaluating, you know, what I wanted to do. And previously, uh, well, actually, no, a few months into the semester, I had gone on a spring break trip to Los Angeles, and we volunteered with multiple different nonprofits, um, and they were serving the homeless community. And that was right before the pandemic hit. Um, we were actually leaving the day that Los Angeles went into lockdown. So um, that experience really made a profound impact on me. And so when I was thinking about what I wanted to do, all I could think about was how powerful those nonprofits were. And I thought if I could get involved in any way I can, I want to do it. So I did my internship, decided to reach out to the diaper bank because that volunteering experience never left me. So I reached out and they said, you know what? Um, we'd love to have an interview. We'll see what you can do. It was a completely remote internship experience, but I got hired on as a grant writing intern, and I absolutely loved it. I loved the mission. I loved the people that I worked with. And so coming to the end of my senior year, um, that's when I really started looking into AmeriCorps. And of course, the diaper bank had positions open. So I thought, this is what I'm going to do. I just want to stay here. I love everyone I work with. Um, I really identify with this mission. And so I'm going to continue supporting it for as long as I can. Wow. What a great, really a great journey, <laughs> even though, you know, physically you didn't have to go so far, but, mm -hmm. you know, you started out with one passion and one area of focus and plus side of COVID, it made you kind of rethink what you wanted to do. Um, and through these Feel Good Fridays, you were able to get connected with the Diaper Bank. I'm definitely going to have to look into this to see how we can get connected with yes, the U of A on this. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I think that a lot of young individuals at times probably do kind of second guess, you know, a path that they're going on. Mm -hmm. And it's it seems almost hopeless and very... Uh, puzzling to yeah. figure out okay I just spent all my time focusing on this one thing and now I'm realizing I don't want to do this and how can I kind of turn myself around and continue to learn and figure out what it is that I want to do and I think that you are a great example of where volunteering getting involved in the community just try and do things even if it's not necessarily yeah. your jam right away because who knows it could open up the door for several other possibilities that you didn't even necessarily think about so that's a really great yeah. story Catherine thanks for oh, thank sharing you. <laughs> um, and obviously you know you kind of changed your mind with what your original idea was for your path and now you're kind of settling into this path of nonprofit and really sounds like your main jam is giving back to yes. the community. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you foresee yourself continuing to do when you do wrap up at the diaper bank? Oh yeah, definitely. I want to like Riley. I also want to continue supporting organizations that help people because that's all I've ever really wanted to do. After my service year, I would like to pursue a master's degree in public health. Because I am actually using this AmeriCorps service year as a gap year to really discern what I want to do. 
Um, and, you know, I'm still really interested in public health. I didn't mention this before, but I did get my bachelor's degree in public health. And I'm leaning more towards the health behavior, health promotion side, you know, like this is um, the area where you really engage the community and you help them, you empower them to make their own health choices and give them the resources that they need in order to live happier and healthier lives. And so um, that's really the area that I want to get into. And it's still something I'm looking into right now. Riley, you are, you know, specifically serving with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona. Mm -hmm. Catherine, you are Central Arizona. Mm -hmm. You are both serving in the same building. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And you're both doing either outreach, business, marketing. How often do both of you either collaborate or, you know, what, where is the overlap with Southern Arizona and Central Arizona in, in your work? We work together quite a lot, Yeah. <laughs> even though we have, you know, projects that may not necessarily align at the same time, we do bounce ideas off of each other, um, especially during di- Diaper Need Awareness Week, because um, mm-hmm. that's for all diaper banks across the United States. We really worked with each other to help with um, social media, um, the letter campaign that we were doing. So we sent a whole bunch of letters out to different faith-based organizations across Southern Arizona and Maricopa County. So we helped each other in that regard, and even till even up to now, um, we just support each other generally, mentally. <laughs> you know, like, um, you know, just like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> so it's honestly so this is something that Catherine and I mentioned to each other all the time, like we're so happy that there's two vistas serving at the diaper bank. Not that it's not a, you know, we love it's a great place to work, but even just have each other to support, like. Um, even today we were like doing lunges and pushups in the office just to like get some physical exercise to just, you know, take our mind, just take a quick break off of work. So not only do we support each other, you know, professionally by collaborating on projects and other things like that, you know, especially for Diaper Awareness Week, we were working very closely together because we had the same mission and those definitely going to be continuing, you know, programs like that throughout the future. And especially as, you know, we try to merge these diaper banks together eventually to come as a whole. So it's professionally, but also a lot um, personally as well. We get along very well yes. <laughs> um, and we have a lot of fun at work. And so it's a good time. Yeah. yeah. How miserable would it be if you didn't get along at work? And <laughs> yeah. Together? I mean, our tables are right in front of each other. So we, we yeah. look at each other every day. It's just a piece of plexiglass in between yeah. us. So, you know, we're COVID safe at least, but there's not much else there. <laughs> so it's so great that both of you get along so well and you are working closely together. I would say probably another benefit that both of you have is, Riley, you're someone who relocated Mm -hmm. from very, very far away. Yeah. Catherine, you've kind of been here for a minute. Mm -hmm. How helpful is Catherine to you, Riley, in either just basic knowledge of Tucson, kind of getting the lay of the land, whether it has to do with your AmeriCorps service, Mm -hmm. whether it has to do with even like things in your personal life like fun things to do do you find that having this sidekick who you know already has a lot of those ins and outs is that really helpful for you oh yeah it's been super helpful so far um honestly you know since we've gotten along since day one we have a lot of similar interests and so I'd be like Catherine like 
what are some good bookstores? And she was like, oh, go to Bookman's. And so mm-hmm. I went to Bookman's the next day. And so it's been a lot of help personally just having someone around, just being like, oh, like, what are some fun things you do? Like, how can you help me with this and that? And so that's been really helpful in terms of professionally. It's just been a lot of questions like, hey, where is this located? Like, in what part of Arizona is Sierra Vista? And just, like, other little random things like that. And I know that for me it's helpful to have Catherine, but I know also in a weird way, I'm helpful for Catherine. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> because she, so she's, like, I relocated here, and my focus is Tucson, but her focus is in Phoenix, and she doesn't have that much either, and so we're yeah. both kind of navigating this area of, we don't know the location that we're in super well, so being able to kind of navigate that unfamiliarity together yeah. has been helpful for me, I, I assume, somewhat for it's you. Helpful. but <laughs> yes, because, like, we both have the shared experience of trying to understand the community which we serve, so it's like, yeah, having someone to just, like, talk about ideas with or be like, hey, you know, I don't know exactly what I'm doing right now, you know, we have someone that we can confide in, and I think that's just so important, especially with this kind of work. Yeah, it's been really great, honestly, to have each other to support. And I mean, we have amazing support at the diaper bank. So whether or not we had each other, I think we would have been fine. But it's just that extra level of support and fun to have each other there and really support. Yeah, I will say, I think we were three weeks into our work when, um, well, Leslie, our supervisor, she was like, you know, she came out of her office and she said, you know, I really love the sound of laughter in our office. It's been a while. You know, when COVID hit, it was just so quiet. But I love hearing you two laugh. <laughs> oh, and my then, goodness. Yeah, we're laughing constantly. Oh, and gosh. then um, we also had another um, volunteer who comes in regularly. And she asked us, how long have you two known each other? We both looked at each other and we're like, um, maybe three weeks. <laughs> yeah, like, wow, I thought you had known each other for like years. And we're like... No, I just met her like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so sweet. What what a sweet statement to kind of hear. Right. Um, that y'all are kind of bringing that joy and laughter back in yeah. to the organization. <laughs> no, really That's great. really sweet. Yes. It's really great working in person because I know at the previous Vista at the Diver Bank wasn't really in person as much as we are because we've only worked from home one day. And it was it was a little rough. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was yeah. weird for sure. <laughs> it's tough. It's kind of tough to you know keep your focus. Yeah. And it's not as convenient. You know, asking for questions mm-hmm. and things like that. I definitely prefer being in person. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, you know, folks can volunteer, do bundling, do distributions. If folks were interested in getting involved, uh, where could they go? Who could they contact to get that information? Yeah, so just um, our website, um, diaperbank.org, is the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona's. Do you know Central's? Yeah, Um, Central's website is diaperbankaz.org. And so they're pretty easy to find. If you just look up, like, Diaper Bank Arizona, they'll pop up. And, you know, we're always, we have lots of volunteer opportunities and we also have other ways to get involved. You know, if you want to sponsor an event or, you know, we have our yearly gala, which is Dancing with Our Stars in April. You can also do, you know, diaper drives, period product drives, donate, you know, is always a good one. You can always use a little bit more funds or products to get our services out there to people. And the more we get support from the community, the broader range we have. And so by that, you can also look us up on Instagram and Facebook as well. 
then you can contact me or Catherine and we can get you in contact with the right people. Awesome. Any other plugs either one of you ladies would like to make before we say goodbye? I will say, um, because I know that nonprofits ask for donations all the time, but I don't think people realize, you know, how far their money goes. So when it comes to diaper banks, every every one dollar donated can uh, we can buy three dollars worth of diapers, and so you know even like five dollars gets us pretty far. And so anything we're happy to get, you know, we have um, our second annual Ghost Ball actually in October and so that's super fun completely what is that (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) it's completely virtual you don't have to show up anywhere we actually ask that you don't join us because it's all online and so this happened last year um during COVID because you know we needed another you know COVID hit hard everyone hit hard hit everyone hard and so it was just another way of for us to kind of do a fun fundraiser that kind of really appeal to the times that we're living in. You know, people didn't want to go out, but people still wanted to help. And so we did this virtual kind of gala where people are encouraged to, you know, dress up, kind of make their own food and just kind of get together and have a good time in your home by helping, you know, the community by supporting us at the Diaper Bank. And so we have that coming up the end of October, as well as we're part of Season for Hope this year. Again, we were last year, and then we also have Saturday with Santa. And so... Those are our big plugs. We're pretty pretty busy this time of year, but we're super excited. So, tis the season. Tis the season. Yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> Catherine, anything else you wanted to plug? Um, yeah. So, the Diaper Bank of Central Arizona, um, we are in really big need of diapers. We do have a big supply of size one diapers, but all the rest, like the more common ones, like size three, four, and five, um, we're pretty low on. And so um, if you have the means to donate, you know, we're really, we would be really happy if you did um, because we're trying to get ready for our big holiday distribution in December. Um, so that way we can get these diapers out to families um, during this season of family and you know all that sort of stuff so um yeah if you're willing to donate you know please donate (laughs) awesome well thank you both for joining me this afternoon i've really enjoyed getting to speak with both of you you're both so fun and you're both also very well spoken and like i said you know I may be biased because I've been here for so long, but I just think the diaper bank is so amazing and y'all are doing some really, really incredible work. And I hope that y'all are feeling fulfilled <laughs> and feel like you're making a difference because you you really, really are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let me just say this before we go. Riley and I, we say at least once a week. Seriously, once a week. If not more. If not more. We always say... I love my job so much. <laughs> That's great. Oh, yeah. It's it's an amazing place to work. Everyone there is so great. Like, I cannot be thankful, more thankful for the people that we get to work with. Well, I think that's the perfect place to end this. I love my job. Great. Well, again, thank you both. Keep up with the good work. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. Yay. You've been listening to This AmeriCorps Life. Produced by Arizona Serve of Prescott College. Find out more at arizonaserve.org and at prescott.edu.